Welcome to the It's Okay to Be Awesome podcast. We are your hosts, Rebecca and Anne. Today, we're talking about something extremely important. It's something that everyone can do, but that not everyone does. It's something that will make you feel better immediately, no matter what. Can you guess what it is? It's forgiveness. And while we may think forgiveness is about getting over something that we're angry about or deciding to forget what someone did to us, it's so much more than that. You see, forgiveness is actually an amazing tool for our happiness and is essential for our freedom. So let's dive in. Often, society sees forgiveness this way. Person A hurts person B. Person B then has to decide if they want to forgive person A. If they do, they both move forward and everything is put behind them. The problem in this situation, though, is that person B may not choose to forgive. Either they feel the injustice done to them is too big, or they simply don't want to give the other person the satisfaction of being forgiven. Unfortunately, while person B may feel in control or even empowered by holding a grudge, the resentment they're choosing to hold over the other person's head is actually doing them more harm than they realize. Here's how. In an earlier episode, we talked about how anger is a healthy emotion and a messenger. When it shows up, it's either telling you that something isn't right or that something or someone has crossed your boundaries. Anger is helpful in that circumstance because it allows you to express your boundaries, keep yourself safe, and grow as a person. However, anger ceases to be helpful when it's held onto and not expressed or released. Since emotions are energy, when they aren't released, they can get stuck in our bodies. And because anger is a very explosive energy, if it's bottled in, it can cause inflammation and disease in the body. In her book, You Can Heal Your Life, Louise Hay, a world-famous author who explores the mind-body connection, writes that unexpressed anger and bottled-up rage can cause a plethora of illnesses and problems in the body, ranging from kidney stones to cancers. Here's a quick list with some other examples of how anger can manifest as disease in the body. Jaw problems are anger, resentment, and a desire for revenge. That is a cover for hidden anger and a resistance to forgive. An earache is anger, not wanting to hear, or parents arguing. Kidney stones are lumps of undissolved anger. Pink eye is anger and frustration, and not wanting to see. Beside every physical ailment, Louise offers a positive affirmation for healing. We have the power to heal ourselves, and releasing stored anger can bring about incredible results in our bodies and spirits. A way I visualize what anger does to the body and soul is to picture that a person has an energy field. Normally, when you're aligned with yourself, the energy in the field is pure, vibrant, and bright. Being in this space feels good, and you feel clear. But when a lower vibration energy, like anger, is in your energy field, it feels heavy and it looks dark. It makes your whole being feel slower, lower vibration, and detached from the bright light. Because forgiving helps you let go of that anger, forgiveness is a wonderful way to get your energy field back to that sparkling glow. The act of forgiving helps your energy field return to its high vibrational state. So why hold on to anger? Sometimes people want to hold on to their anger towards another person because they want the other person to suffer. Some people like holding grudges and feel it gives them a sense of power. If they were hurt, they want the other person to hurt too. 
But the reality is that holding on to anger in their body only hurts them. The Dalai Lama, a Tibetan monk who is famous for his peaceful perspective and teachings, says this about anger. Holding on to anger is like holding on to a hot coal and expecting the other person to get burned. This is because you are the one holding on to and feeling the anger. The anger is in your energy field. Mind-blowing, right? And here's something even more astounding. The other person may not even know you're angry at them. They may not have clued in, or you may not even have told them. So here you are, marinating away in low-vibration anger, only hurting yourself. This information isn't meant to upset you. It's meant to free you. And in just a few moments, we're actually going to be leading you in an exercise to do just that, to free yourself through forgiveness. To get ready, think of someone you'd benefit from forgiving, someone you feel a grudge, anger, or heaviness toward. They could have done something big or small. It doesn't matter. We're just teaching you this tool so you can use it in future whenever you may need it. A person may come to mind right away, and they may not. Either is perfect. If no one comes to mind, you can bring people to mind by thinking about different family members, friends, acquaintances. Then you can scan your body when you think of them to see how they make you feel. If thinking of someone makes you feel hurt, angry, heavy, or tight in the chest, chances are that forgiving them would be helpful. Hopefully, you've now brought someone to mind that you can forgive. Great. Let's get started. Close your eyes. Take a deep, relaxing breath in. And slowly exhale. Picture yourself in a theater, standing on the stage. As you look around, you notice that there are no lights on except for a spotlight in the middle of the stage. You feel safe and calm as you walk towards the spotlight. You step under the spotlight and feel its warm glow. You look down and see your feet, grounded on the floor, and you understand that you're supported in this moment. Now, take a moment to visualize a person that you would like to forgive today. It can be anybody. Someone who hurt you, someone you're angry at, someone you love, or it could even be yourself. Now imagine that the door at the entrance of the theater slowly opens, and there they are, the person you need to forgive. They take their time walking up the red carpet along the seats of the theater, and they walk up the steps to the stage. They walk toward you, keeping a safe distance, and they face you. Their own spotlight appears above them. As you make eye contact with them, you can see in their face that they're sorry. They open their mouth and speak the words, I'm sorry, what I did was wrong, and I'm very sorry. I'm sorry I hurt you. You acknowledge their apology. You feel that they truly are sorry. Some emotions may come to the surface. That's okay. Let yourself feel. Now, make the choice to forgive this person. By forgiving them, you aren't saying that what they did was okay. No. You're actually freeing yourself as you forgive them. You're releasing them and their energy from your aura, from your own energy field. Say, I forgive you out loud. I forgive you. Feel your power return to you. Feel the other person begin to disappear, floating away and moving back down the red carpet all the way to the theater door, opening the door 
and completely leaving your energetic field. They're gone. You've forgiven them, and you feel completely and totally free. Great work. That was a big job, and you did it. Take a moment to thank yourself and acknowledge the great work you just did. And when you're ready, open your eyes. As you may have just experienced, this exercise can be really helpful when it comes to letting go of old resentments. You can use it with different people and different situations, and it may be different each time you do it. Sometimes when you bring someone up on stage, you may find it easy to forgive them fully, and other times you may find it hard. You may also need to bring the same person on stage a few times to feel the sense of freedom you're looking for. However long it takes, it's always worth it in the end because forgiveness frees up space in you for new, fresh energy. And while forgiveness of big things is super healing, the Dalai Lama wants us to know that forgiving small things is just as important and is beneficial to do regularly. If you think about it, we get angry many times a day. Experiencing things like someone butting us in line or saying something mean to us can contribute to us getting upset. It's a natural response to feel upset or get angry. The problem, though, is when we hold that upset inside us and don't let it go. The Dalai Lama says, If you are breathing, you can be forgiving. So, just like we brush our teeth or shower daily to stay healthy, we can be forgiving every day as part of our spiritual hygiene. Now it's time to explore two myths about forgiveness that can keep anyone from its transformational power. Myth number one, forgiving makes what someone did to you okay. Sometimes people can really hurt us. And even if we want to be compassionate because we know that hurt people hurt people, sometimes how people choose to treat us can be extremely upsetting and painful. Choosing to forgive someone for doing something really horrible to us does not mean that we're accepting the way we were treated. It doesn't mean we're letting ourselves be a doormat or punching bag or that we aren't standing up for ourselves. What it does mean is that we're no longer going to be held down because of it. No, forgiveness does not mean making whatever someone did to you okay. It isn't excusing someone's misguided or hurtful behavior. It is, however, loosening its grip on you. And myth number two, forgiveness requires two people. It's true that it takes two to tango. But have you ever heard the myth that it takes two people to forgive? I have. So many people believe it, too. They think that forgiveness only happens when the perpetrator admits their wrongdoing and the other person accepts it, or that they can only forgive the perpetrator if they're willing to see their side. But what about if the perpetrator doesn't admit what they did and doesn't ask for forgiveness? What if they aren't willing to even try to understand you, or simply can't? Are you then stuck? No. Because the heaviness is in you, your energy field, you can release it without them. Hallelujah, wahoo, and yay. It only takes one person, you, to forgive. This is absolutely epic news because it doesn't limit you to only forgiving people in your immediate physical surroundings, and you don't have to wait for them to be willing. You can forgive whoever you want, whenever you want, without them even being present. Out of all of the people in your life, do you know who you have to forgive the most? I'll give you a hint. It's not your mother, your father, your brother or sister, your cousin Sarah, your friend Isla, your ferret Ferdinand, or your teacher Mrs. Neville. 
It's someone you know very, very well and see every single day. It's someone you get very angry at easily and expect a lot from. It's someone you speak to way more impatiently, harshly, and angrily than anyone else. And it's someone that you expect to be perfect, even though you know that's impossible. Have you guessed who it is yet? It's you. That's right. You are way harder on yourself than you are on anyone else. We all are. And while we can be kind to others, even forgive them for huge things, we, for some reason, can have a really hard time being kind to or forgiving ourselves. So let's stop that now. In the episode we did on fear, we introduced the idea of seeing yourself as love would see you and asking yourself, how would love treat me right now? And while we may be inclined to blame ourselves or beat ourselves up if we feel we've made a mistake, love wouldn't do that. Love would know that we can only ever do our best, and that even if we make choices that aren't in our best interest, we're still a bright soul worthy of love. Instead of punishing us, love would want us to feel better. It would want us to let go of whatever is holding us down so that we can be free. Consider forgiving yourself as often as you need, and see how you feel afterwards. It might just be a total game changer. We have a story we'd like to share with you, which really helps to explain the power of letting go. Here it goes. Uncle Pickle was passionate about doing obstacle course races with his friends. He and his teammates, Tez Skye, Twinkles, and Pinkerton, would sign up and race three major obstacle courses per year, and they had many victories. One particular race was being hosted at Mount Carlton, and they had trained long and hard for this challenging course. They stood at the start line, and as soon as they heard, ready, set, go, they started to run at full speed up the mountainside. They quickly arrived at the first obstacle, a climbing wall. They had no problem climbing it as a team and continued on racing through the trees. Then all of a sudden, Uncle Pickle spotted a bright blue butterfly flying by, and boom, he came crashing to the ground, completely passed out. You see, Uncle Pickle's greatest fear was butterflies. He was so terrified of them that just seeing one was enough for him to faint. The rest of the team was in panic. They were worried about Uncle Pickle, and they also wanted to finish what they had started. So they decided to pick up Uncle Pickle, who was quite a large monster, and carry him through the entire obstacle course, up and down hills, through mud pits, across monkey bars, hanging above freezing cold water, and more, until they finally reached the finish line, completely exhausted and depleted. The paramedics on duty rushed over to tend to Uncle Pickle, and then they asked Tez, Sky, Twinkles, and Pinkerton why they had decided to carry Uncle Pickle for the duration of the race when they could have simply called for help, and the paramedics would have taken care of Uncle Pickle right away. The teammates looked at each other and were dumbstruck. They had no idea that this was an option. They totally would have taken this option if they'd known. Now, let's circle this story back to our lives. We all make mistakes and we all have experiences that we feel embarrassed about or ashamed of. For example, an 11-year-old student in our It's Okay to Be Awesome school program described feeling ashamed for having hit her dog once with a rolled-up newspaper. In her program, she learned to let go of that shame and forgive herself. It's normal to make mistakes or do things that we later feel ashamed of. However, carrying it on our shoulders and shaming ourselves for it over and over doesn't help at all. What if we choose to let go of that heavy weight instead 
to drop that pickle and were to move forward feeling lighter, freer, and ultimately happier. It's possible for you, just like it was possible for Uncle Pickle's teammates. Now it's time for a visualization exercise that will help you let go of whatever burden you've been carrying. Open yourself to the possibility of letting go of what no longer serves you so that you can lighten your load. Give yourself permission to truly let go of the past. Find a comfortable position, whether sitting or lying down. Take a deep breath in and slowly close your eyes. Feel your lungs fill up with life-giving energy. Then slowly exhale, allowing any tension to release from your body with your out-breath. Think of something that happened in the past that you would like to let go of today. Good. Now, with your eyes closed, imagine that you're on a beautiful Caribbean island, lying on a soft, cozy towel surrounded by the turquoise ocean. You can hear the waves swishing in the distance, you can feel the cool breeze dancing on your skin, and you can feel the sun warming your face. You sit up and notice that there's a heaviness weighing down on your shoulders. It represents a mistake from your past or something that happened that you feel badly about. You may notice that it keeps you pinned down to the ground, unable to move forward. Off in the distance, on the water, you notice a small raft coming towards you, and there are two people sitting on it. They are Anne and Rebecca, holding a large blue storage container. They come up to the beach in their raft, then step onto the sand and start walking towards you, carrying the container. They come all the way up to you and say, hello. They explain that they've come here to help you get rid of the heaviness weighing you down. They say that it's now time for you to drop that pickle. You can do it. Anne takes the cover off the blue storage container. At the count of three, you, Anne, and Rebecca lift off the weight of that past mistake or event right off your shoulders and heave it over into the container, dropping it inside. You dust off any last debris from your shoulders and let it fall into the container. Then you place the lid on it and shut it tight. Together with Anne and Rebecca, you carry the container all the way back to the raft. Then you place it on the raft and push the raft back into the water. It starts to float away, going up and down over the ocean waves. You stand on the beach, watching it fade away over the horizon until it's completely out of sight and gone forever. You've officially dropped your pickle and you feel great. You scan your body and notice that your neck and shoulders feel lighter now and that your back feels better and your posture has improved. You're now standing up straight and an amazing joy takes over your body and soul as a giant smile forms on your face. You're free from your past. You're free to start fresh every moment and the past no longer holds you back from living your best life. You give yourself a big hug and thank yourself for doing this important work. Then you take a deep breath in, you slowly exhale, and now you can open your eyes and return to the present moment. How do you feel? Learning to forgive yourself and making it a practice is a lifelong journey. The forgiveness on stage exercise is a very valuable tool that you can return to at any time to practice forgiving others. 
Simply use this podcast episode to practice it whenever you need to forgive someone. Remember, forgiving doesn't make what someone did to you okay. What it does is, it frees you from carrying the experience with you and allows your power to return to you. It's very healing to forgive. And the benefits of forgiveness really are for you. We can also let go of past mistakes we've made or past experiences that we feel ashamed of at any time. Doing so removes the heaviness weighing down on us and lightens our load as we move forward in life. There's no use in carrying around Uncle Pickle for the entire race when the paramedics can easily do it instead. So go ahead and drop that pickle and return to joy. It's time for Q&A. Here are some questions that were sent in by kids like you. Question number one. I want to forgive my friend for lying to me, but she keeps doing the same behavior over and over. What do I do? Great question. There are many things to look at here. First, recognize what the behavior is. In this case, lying and why it's triggering you. Identify it. It may be triggering you because you need to look at your own behavior and make a change. If you check out episode four on how relationships are the biggest mirrors ever, you'll see that often the things that trigger us are behaviors we do ourselves. If, however, the behavior is not something you do yourself, then it may be time to have a conversation with your friend about the behavior and how it makes you feel. Maybe your friend doesn't realize that they're even doing it, or they don't realize how it makes you feel. If you express how a certain behavior makes you feel, and the friend still does it, then you may need to decide if this is a friendship you want to keep. Honor your feelings and respect your boundaries. Question number two. How can I forgive someone who hurt me on purpose? First, you can remember that only hurt people hurt people. People who are overflowing with love only have love to give. People overflowing with hurt only have hurt to give. By realizing this, it can help you understand that even though a behavior was directed at you, the way you were treated wasn't personal. Recognizing that a person isn't in a space to offer love and might not even take responsibility for their actions, you can still choose to free yourself from any negative emotions building up in you through forgiveness. Forgiving someone doesn't make what they did okay, but it does return your power back to you and makes you feel much better. It's time for life work. Get your journal out and answer these questions for yourself. Life work question number one. Who is someone you can forgive today? Life work question number two. What is something that you can let go of? What is a pickle you can drop? Life work question number three. How can you know when it's time to forgive someone? What does being upset or angry feel like in your body? Life work question number four. Why is it important to forgive others and yourself? And there you have it. You have the power to create anything you want for your life. Thanks for joining us for this episode. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Anne. And remember, it's okay to be awesome. Sky's the limit and you only got a minute, so you ain't gonna stop me now. Sky's the limit and you only got a minute, so you ain't gonna stop me now. No way, no how.